Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. The PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The Pilates Alliance of Australasia have a growing number of student members joining our organisation each year. They are the future of the Pilates industry and bring with them a fresh approach which is invigorating and inspiring. The PAA is dedicating a podcast series to students to share with you a snippet of some of our student members' journeys, their experiences, thoughts and views shared with our community of Pilates professionals, advocates and members. Oftentimes, it is from students, both those engaged in formal training and those that regularly attend studio settings, that professional instructors and trainers learn the most. Their ability to provoke teachers to develop their teaching practices, improve communication skills and search for answers to unknown questions are some of the gifts that students offer. I'm your host, Daniela DeFabio. In this podcast episode, I will be joined by Claire Holmes from Adelaide. She's currently studying the Diploma of Polestar Pilates Comprehensive Instruction Method. Claire, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Claire, you have quite a few certificates. You're a certified jazz and tap teacher, a certified bar instructor, and previously the operations and training manager for Alinta Bar, and now decided to undertake your diploma with Polestar. Before we get into how these certificates and the training methods have influenced your Pilates practice, I'd like to go from the beginning. What drew you to the Pilates method and what are some of the reasons that you decided to undertake professional Pilates training? So taking you back six years ago when I had my first son, I was working a Monday to Friday, nine to five management role. And I had him and then I decided I'm not going to be able to continue to do that. I really wanted to be able to stay home with him. So I was looking for a role that I was able to work around being at home with him and something that I enjoyed as well. That's where I came into doing bar instructing. I was able to draw on my previous teaching experience in dance and got my first bar instructor's role. In the bar instructor training, with bar being this fusion of ballet, Pilates and yoga in a fitness form, in the training, they touched on Pilates and what it was. And I'd heard of Pilates before, but it definitely wasn't as big as what it is now, even though it was only six years ago. I got to learn a little bit more about its origins and the principles of Pilates. I enjoyed that aspect of what bar was when there's little tweaks of Pilates within a bar routine. Then I did a second bar instructor's training. And again, there was a little bit more about Pilates. Then I found myself in this role of choreographing all of the routines for Alinta, the company that I was working for, and got to the stage after teaching for a few years and having those two bar instructor trainings under my belt that I wanted to know a little bit more. I was really interested in Pilates from doing those little snippets that I had done in the bar instructor training. That's when I started to look into finding a good Pilates provider and not just the Pilates exercises, but all of the anatomy side of things that we got taught a little bit in bar, but I wanted to know a little bit more. My first bar instructor training I did was with Andrea Robertson here in Adelaide, and she's an osteopath and her training was amazing. She said to me, never stop learning. There's always something more to know. We're going to always have different bodies come into our classes. Keep researching, keep learning. 
it had been a few years since I had done those trainings. So I was ready for more. And that's when I started to pursue Pilates even further. You're currently studying with Polestar. You've completed the MAT course and the studio rehab and then there's the upgrade to the diploma. What have been some of the highlights of your course so far? I started the MAT qualification in 2019, now doing the studio. Thinking about my experience so far with all of that, I'm so lucky to have Jen Guest as my Pilates teacher. She's just a highlight in herself. She has a very unorthodox, very positive way. She really is fantastic. For me, not coming from a medical background, a lot of the guys that I'm studying with at the moment, they're either a chiro or a physio or an exercise physiologist or something. I don't come from that background. When we are going through things, she puts it in a way that I'm able to understand it, which is amazing. I feel really lucky that I've been able to train under her. But there's been lots of highlights along the way. Having small groups, there's only eight of us doing this course at the moment. And I love that because I'm able to bounce off one another, ask people questions. It's not like there's this massive group and I don't know anyone. We're really connected now. And there's weekend study groups. And I try and get along to as many of those as I can and get to know everybody a little bit more and continue to learn more and more. I'm just really stoked about who I chose to do the Pilates training with. That took me a while to choose who to go with. They've been my main highlights so far. Aside from your current Pilates teachers, who are some of your Pilates mentors or people you admire within the industry? I'd have to say Jennifer Jones, the co-owner of Infinity Pilates at Westlake. She's been a really good mentor for me. Part of our training, we have to do a lot of observation hours. And so I've been in a lot of her classes and I really admire her approach. She once said to me, you'll notice that I don't teach the exercise, I teach the body. And that is so true in her approach. She understands and knows her clients that well that she's able to tweak exercises, combine exercises, add this in, take this out and train what that person needs on that day. I aspire to get to that level. She has that much knowledge that she's able to do that on the spot. I love being in her classes and love what she's delivering to her clients. Aside from Jen, I would say Melly Sue at Corporate Motors has a lot to do with Polestar. I've had a lot of light bulb moments with her. She's constantly saying, now I want you to think this. Now I want you to think this. And it's always getting that little extra out of you to understand the exercise that little bit more. And I really value her approach as well and the way that she thinks of things and is able to change that up to get a little bit more out of you. And there's a few Instagram people. I don't know if you've seen Grace Hurry Pilates. She's from the UK. She's all things goals with Pilates. I love looking at her stuff. I know that you come from a dance and bar background. How have those things influenced your approach to Pilates, perhaps the way you've noticed you're starting to teach Pilates, your studies or your own personal practice? Coming from that background, because I've got a lot of experience in teaching, has helped me a lot throughout these studies. That's not an area that I need to worry about. Teaching comes second nature to me. I'm able to focus my energies into the anatomy side of things and tactile cueing more and giving efficient tactile cues rather than what we used to do in bar. That's helped me a lot having that previous experience. 
in saying that, it is completely different. So even though I was teaching 10 to 15 bar classes a week, that was second nature to me. Now translating that into a setting where I'm not working with the timing of the music and it's more one-on-one specific has really challenged me to slow down a little bit. I'm not just teaching this big group setting where there's 25 clients in the room and I'm teaching the same thing to everybody. It's challenged me to slow down and really be able to focus on that particular client. I'm sure you're learning a great deal through your study program. Can you share with us a Pilates discovery moment that you have had recently? There has been a lot of Pilates discovery moments along the way. I know it sounds super simple, but learning about the breath, when you start to understand how important it is to breathe properly and be able to take a full breath and understanding how that breath nourishes your body and how that then ties into your postural alignment and how you are in your day-to-day. You can do it now. You can slump forward like you're a super sad person and try and take a full breath. And then you can sit upright, lengthen your spine, and then take a full breath and see the difference. Those two things coupled together, once you start understanding that and how important that is for our well-being, being able to breathe properly is not something that we really think about. But going into a little bit of depth about that, I thought that was really fascinating. Being able to come into the Pilates studio and train your body in a correct alignment, then be able to translate that outside the studio and into your day-to-day. The Joseph Pilates quote about once your body starts to understand what it's doing with proper repetitions of these exercises, then without even thinking about it in your subconscious, you're going to start to bring that into your day-to-day. For me, those two things together, my discovery moment was just how important Pilates is. It's not just a bunch of exercises that you're delivering to a group. It really is life. It's really important. Everybody needs to be doing Pilates because of efficiency and your functioning of your body in your day-to-day. Both online learning and online classes are becoming more prevalent. What are your thoughts on online education and Pilates classes online versus face-to-face interaction? And how have these been incorporated into your study program? When you look at the difference between Pilates classes face-to-face versus online, I've taught a lot of classes online. And from a teaching perspective and from the times where I've taken a class myself, jumped on Pilates anytime and done a class in the lounge room myself as a client, there's not really a comparison face-to-face is way better. Even when I do a class as a client on the TV with it streaming from Pilates anytime, I'm an instructor myself. I understand where my body needs to be. But when I am a client in studio, my instructor's always getting that little bit more out of me, which I don't think you're able to get when you're just doing it yourself. In saying that, I understand the season that we're in in Australia right now and what is going on with lockdowns and with mental health being challenged with being in lockdowns and how important it is to move our bodies. We're probably sitting on the couch a little bit more, sitting at our home desk a little bit more than what we usually would be. When you think about it in that way, online classes are really imperative to our well-being and how lucky we are to be able to have that. In an ideal world, if we weren't going through what we're going through right now, face-to-face is always better, being able to get a little bit more from your instructor. But if you are in a lockdown, then how awesome it is to be able to take those classes online. 
In terms of education, I guess learning what I'm learning at Polestar and being able to look at the body, understand how the body is moving and be able to find exercises for that. I really don't understand how education to become a Pilates instructor can be done online. I know with Jen Guest, even for myself practice, she's always getting that little bit more out of it for me. And I think I move pretty well coming from a dance background but she is able to find that little bit extra. And I think for you to fully understand the exercise, there's going to be a difference between looking at an exercise in a book and on a screen versus doing the exercise yourself and understanding that. I think it's really important that you are able to understand the exercise yourself before you teach it to someone. If you were considering doing a training online and you can't do it face-to-face right now, depending on where you are, I would just wait. If you want to become a really good instructor, being able to study face-to-face, if you're looking to do that, is just way better than doing online. It's super important. It was interesting to note what you said about Jenny pushing you that little bit further. I think when you're learning to become a teacher, it's really important to have a teacher trainer there to push you out of your comfort zone because that is when you really start to learn and understand about the body. Thank you for highlighting that because that's really important. I think being in a movement industry where a lot of the work that we do is in tactile cues and performing exercises ourselves or understanding the exercises and trying to get the most out of our client as well, I guess it is probably a tougher industry to be able to bring that sort of education online. Other industries, it's been a little bit easier to translate what you would learn onto online lectures and things like that. And you can obviously still do that with Pilates, but our industry is probably making it a little bit more challenging to do online. Being a student often poses some form of personal challenge. Have you encountered any obstacles being a student? I started this training when my youngest was five months old and she was still breastfeeding. So the intensive weekends, my obstacles were the logistics of that. This training that we're doing at the moment, it's a 600-hour training. It goes for a year and a half. That's seven to eight hours a week of study. As a mum, I've got two kids just trying to find that time to get to studio and being away for the intensive weekends. It can be challenging. (laughs) Having a postnatal body as well, being five months after having a cesarean and then doing this training, in my head, I was like, oh yeah, I can do that. My body was saying no. (laughs) Looking at all the sign-off and hours that we need to do within this training, sometimes can be pretty overwhelming. I'm just taking it a bit at a time and focusing week by week on getting what I need to get done. I'm sure at the end of it, you'll feel a sense of accomplishment because when you are studying an in-depth Pilates diploma, it does seem like it's never ending, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Claire, do you see any gaps in the Pilates industry for students? If you were planning on becoming a student yourself, I would really encourage you to get involved in Pilates studios. When you start to find those mentors that are able to help you along the way, you'll become a better Pilates instructor for it. It can be a little bit daunting, but I would say just jump on in and anything that's available for you, jump into it. The study groups can be hard to find and sometimes you have to set up your own study groups. I think that can be a gap. Don't underestimate that. Really try and get in there and find those mentors that are going to help you along the way. Don't just sit back and do your online coursework and then do your study weekends and then that's it. Really try and get out there and get into the industry while you're studying. 
And maintaining that self-motivation is important to be able to do those things, not to just sit back, try and step out into the community. It's also great for networking, you know, future employment. Yeah. I know you are a member with the PAA. How do you make the most of your student membership? Being a member, there's so many workshops and little things that are popping up all the time that you can be a part of, either free or at a discounted rate. Going back to what Andrea said to me years and years ago of always continue to learn, always continue to keep your finger on the pulse. I'm just really excited by all of those workshops and all of those little things that are available to jump in on. Claire, it's been a pleasure to interview you today. Thanks for being part of the PAA Student Podcast Series. On behalf of the PAA, I wish you all the best with your studies and your future as a Pilates instructor. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast, where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.